Welcome 1%ers to The Secrets of the Online Fitness Coach. In this episode, I ask Lynn the hard questions about the mistakes that he's made over the last four and a half years of building his online business. In particular, we talk about the mentorships, the coaching, the courses that he's bought, the nightless sleeps, and all of the mistakes in which you can learn from through his stories and through his mistakes. I hope you enjoy this episode. This has been one of my favorite episodes to date. I really wanted to go into this topic and I've made a request for two days straight uh, because I really believe the lessons are in the mistakes. And I believe that if you can learn from someone else's mistakes, it makes you even brighter. Yeah. Right. And this is what I want you guys to squeeze Lynn's wisdoms. Uh, squeeze the lemon. Squeeze the lemon. Yes. Because over the, over the time that we've been together, Lynn, you've invested in hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like literally, like it's crazy, right? People hear that. I I know it's such a cliche thing to say people go, they invest, but I think you've seen single, I think you've seen uh, single handedly how much I've just gone, cool, I'm going to do it. And then I come to you later and then you go, what the fuck? And then I go, I just, I just, I just had to do it. There's just something called me to do it and I think this is really interesting because this episode is all about you know million dollar mistakes possibly even more that I've made over the last four and a half years uh and I and I really think this is the difference between you and I we're like two peas in a pod uh and you learn so well from other people's mistakes and you're very uh cautious you're very smart you'll extract you'll listen and then you'll use Whereas for me, I just, I've, I feel like I'm a headless chook running around half the time. And then I go, oh my God, that's, yeah, no, I learned. And you know, I think we have two different learning styles. And I, I really, really think that there is value in both. There's, there's value in the uh, theory and, and understanding, you know, what's ahead, which you, you do really, really well because you listen. Uh, which is why you have two ears and one mouth and, and I do the opposite. I speak so much more. So I just go ahead and do it do it. So I think this is going to be a really cool one today when Kerry uh, said she already knows the topic. I went into the room and I was like, yo, 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 this is what we're going to talk about today. She's like, no, 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 no. I promise these guys that we're going to talk about the mistakes over the last two episodes. And I boycotted those because I went on a tangent or a bit of a rant. So this is going to be really cool. Um, I don't know how this is going to unfold, but hopefully I can, help you guys if you guys want to listen and take the advice feel free to if you want to make mistakes then fuck yes good you'll grow either way you're winning so why don't we start this out and um and see where it unfolds shall we absolutely so my first question to you is uh broadly speaking how many people have you invested in in the past like courses past present both courses courses yes how many oh fuck i'd have to say since 2014 was really the moment that i jumped into the online space and took it seriously like online marketing sales delivery i probably bought about 25 plus different types of courses programs and these are full length ones these are like how to run your dental marketing agency, how to, how to be a social media fucking uh, run a social media agency, how to 
these are full blown ones, like how, how to get X, Y, and Z. Um, and then I think I've invested in six or seven high level uh, programs, mentors, six or seven over the last, over the last four and a half years. And I think, you know, the most expensive mentor that I've had uh, to date was, was joining Tony Robbins Platinum. And that was, that was really expensive. I mean, now I look at it and that was in 2016. Um, that was it. That was a chunk of change. Wasn't it Kez? I mean, I told you when you were like, what the fuck did he just do? Um, but yeah, I, I've invested in about six or seven mentors. I, I can't really, but that they, they range between, I think the cheapest was 25,000 uh, US. Tony Robbins was 75,000 US. All fucking amazing in its own right as I reflect. Uh, mm-hmm. Now I look at it and I think it's so good. It's amazing because I wouldn't be who I am today. During the mentorship, I was kind of like, what am I paying for? you know, the, the fucking, the thing, what am I paying for? Like, what am I getting out of this? Um, the victim mindset. And I think that's something that we'll talk in today. So I'd have to say 25 courses anywhere from a few hundred bucks to like two grand. Um, and then, yeah, you've got your, you've got your mentors and, and your masterminds and all of that jazz. I'd have to say six or seven. That Let, one, you think? How? I think it is about six or seven. Yeah. yeah. If Cool. So I'm, I'm, I hope I didn't invest in anybody and not tell you. <laughs> it's out of, the cat's out of the bag now. I so. <laughs> um, let's go a little bit into the courses. So for the 20 courses or so that you've bought, what do you find as the pattern of those courses of what it's brought to you to this present day? And what do you think it was out of the 20 courses that if at all moved you forward? Yeah. Cool. Like, it's really funny because when I look back now, I go, Oh my God, you're such an idiot. Like back then I would sit down and I would blame the course because I would, you know, start out and I would dive in and I'm like, well, if I do everything the course tells me to do, I'm going to, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a billionaire. And I'd, I'd sit there and I would go word by word, copy and paste, take their templates, use it, uh, and replicate it. And I think, you know, for me, when I'm starting out trying to find traction, I'm literally replicating it because I'm afraid to do me and I'm afraid to think. So what I'm trying to do is I'm like, I'm not going to think, I'm just going to take this course and I'm going to use it and then I'm going to get the result. And for the first year and a half of courses and content, I got nothing. Like literally, like, I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't even think. Like when I was using these courses, Gary, I I didn't actually use my head. I didn't say, is this something? Like if I was my own prospect, would I respond to this? I was just like, sweet, I'm gonna copy and paste this. This looks a little lame, but whatever. Like it just said it in the course and I'm gonna do it. And he or she said, you know, if I follow this list, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna follow through and get results. And I didn't. And I was pissed because I'm like, I followed the system. I was the victim. I would message these people. I'm, I'm going, hey, I'm doing everything. I'm ticking the box, but I'm not getting the result. And it got me frustrated with a lot of the gurus because I was like, fuck all these gurus that are business coaches and fuck them and fuck this and fuck that. And 
everyone's a scam and I'm, you know, none of this is real. Uh, and then come a moment, I think, in time when uh, we're talking about this at our last event where we bought a house and we bought our very first house, uh, I then had this enormous amount of pressure to have to succeed. And so I'm sitting here and I'm playing around with this internet game and, and trying, to be, uh, trying to be this faceless business because I didn't, I wasn't confident with who I was. I didn't want to have a voice. I didn't want to post shit on social media. I didn't want to talk about my opinion. I had no opinion. I was just this guy that was just happy with life and I just wanted to make some money. So I'm like, well, shit, show me a way I can make money. So I used these courses and it wasn't until we bought our first house where I was like, and why we bought the house was, um, you know, I was trying to impress your parents uh, I was trying to validate that I could look after you as an Asian. This, this, this is a really weird thing in our culture and I'm sure many other cultures have it. Um, but it's like the guy has to look after the girl and I felt I had something to prove. So what's really funny is Kerry's mom and Kerry go shopping one day or they don't really go shopping, but out of the blue, they start, they, they go out to find an apartment behind where we're currently living. And my heart just skips. Cause I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, what the fuck, right? But I kind of just roll with it. And I kind of just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three months later, we start going to auctions and mum's just, your mum's just raising her hand for every price. We then fucking, you know, this was like 2016, right? Uh, she's raising her hand up and she's trying to do all sorts of shit. And, you know, we end up buying a property at around a million, a million and a half, that, that range. And that's when it kind of hits me that I've got this ticking time bomb that I have to take it to the next level. And I'm laughing as well, because um, up until that point, you had no idea how much I made. I had no idea how much money you made. And yep. we just decided, let's go buy a house. Correct. Let's see, we, what, the, I have no idea. see what the I, bank I, will approve us for. And it was about $1.3 million. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they approved us for that much money, but uh, we were like, great, we can buy a house for that much. <laughs> we, we were definitely not the people that should have been approved for that. Um, and I think at the time it was, it was kind of things were going well for me. Like things were good. Things were okay. Things started to take traction, but I wasn't in them. Like when I look back at it now, I was like, Oh, we're in no position to buy a house back then. Holy fucking shit. Um, and, and that's just another topic of conversation. But that was the moment where it really changed because up until then, everything that I'd done was kind of, cool, I'm going to figure out this hack. I'm going to figure out this little trick. I'm going to try to do minimum work, maximum results, 80, 20. Uh, I'm going to put up some nice lead magnets, pretty pictures, blah, 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 but not have, not back me. And I remember because you know, deadline day is coming soon. In Australia, we, we have like a 90 day period. Ours got extended to like five months and I was like, oh my God, thank God, thank God. Like there's this pressure point. Ours gets, gets extended out for five months. And then basically what happens is I start to learn that I'm the problem. Uh, I'm the problem. So it's me. It's not the courses. The courses have the information. I'm just copying, duplicating it and, and expecting it to work. But fundamentally, uh, 
you know, we say this a lot of the times, it's not about how fast the car is, it's the driver in the car, you know. Mm-hmm. Kerry says that to me because I'm like, I want a, I want a fast car. And Kerry's like, it's not, it's, not, it's not the car, mate. It's not the car, it's the fucking driver. And it's true uh, because I think fundamentally, if you want to take it to the next level and really go and really fucking move and you start to see successful people and you're, you're driven by them, it's because they realise that they have to take ownership and they are the problem and they are the ones that have to drastically increase in value and i think when when i made that shift that was the most important shift prior to that it was like i'll play small i'll hack it i'm not going to put myself out there i'm not going to be judged i don't have an opinion i don't have a voice i just want to be the guy that everyone likes uh and that's cool but that only gets you so far and i think you know if there was one big mistake that i made earlier on it was uh, not taking ownership for me and looking at myself and asking myself this question, am I a person, am I a person of value? And trying to think that there was some sort of secret out there where the secret is, can you drive the car? How good are your skills? What value do you have to offer? And it's just a game of, uh, this whole thing is just a game of increasing in your value having a message and, and, and finding your message and living your message and breathing it and, and using it every single day. And you know what, if I look at that first year or, or 18 months, I go, I struggled to break through, not make money, make money was okay, but break fucking through consistent income was just to go, bam, we're, we're, we're doing this, have complete certainty. I think that that's the biggest key. I want to make it really transparent for the audience and I want to go into the coaching investments that you've made and specifically I want you to describe to the audience the amounts that you've invested in or you know that there are about some amounts that you invested in each of the coaches Mm -hmm. and then most specifically I want you to go into ClickFunnels and you investing in Russell and I think to me mindfully I recognized a big shift in the way that you approached your business and the way that you surrounded yourself with the people inside of that mastermind. And I can very distinctively remember that you shifted. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit. And and, and that's a really tough question. Um, but I remember the distinct, I know exactly what you're talking about. My very first high level mentor was Travis Jones. I'm sure a lot of you guys might know him. If you don't know him, he's a really cool dude, uh, in Melbourne. We used to work at the same gym, QB Melbourne fitness first. And then he went off to start his own gyms and I invested in him and I was still in the gym. And so when I invested in him, uh, the big promise was, look, you're going to make X, Y, and Z. You're going to make all this money. You're going to be able to run an online business. You're going to have the dream. And when I invested in him, how much, I'm just trying to think about how much it was. Um, It was on the rough of about 35,000 for the year. And it was a mastermind. And I was really disappointed with it. Uh, At the time I was disappointed at him. Now I was kind of disappointed with myself because I see patterns in investing at the start, this is what I did. I invested at the start looking to be saved. And 
What I mean by that is the tools, the tactics, the strategies, sure, there was Facebook ads, sure, there was a lot of cold calling, sure, there was everything wasn't right. But if I was hungry and if I knew who I was and if I didn't have all of my internal struggles around being judged, if I really wanted success, if I really set myself up with the expectations, if I was more uh, active rather than passive, and this is the difference between active and passive, I was generally pretty passive. If I really wanted to succeed, I would have succeeded in that program. Uh, at the time, I told myself a different story because I was starting out and I sold and I was sold into this idea that I could make a million dollars in four months and here it was. And when it didn't work, I was like, well, this doesn't work, you know? He was my very first mentor at that level. Uh, and then I, I learned and I felt burnt. You know, and when I look back, I'm like, well, he didn't burn me. Like he created me because I can take those lessons. I can apply. I've learned so much from it. Um, and when I look back, I'm really, really grateful. Like I'm like, shit, if he had not, if I had not invested in him, then I wouldn't have discovered the game so quickly. And then I wouldn't have experienced so much pain. And I think a lot of the times I've taken pain and I've gone, how do I, how do we create the very thing that is out there to serve the marketplace? Begin, you know, the more we invest, uh, the more we start to know the marketplace. So I think the second investment that I made after that was a small investment. I think it was working with Kevin Nations. We worked together uh, for about three months. He was really, really good. Once again, the problem was me. You know, I hopped over from one shiny object to another shiny object. And it wasn't until the third investment, which was Russell, where I was like, okay, cool. I want to join Russell Brunson. This guy's really cool. He's up and coming. I think in 2016 at the start, he'd just been one year into ClickFunnels. I was like, I've got to be around this guy. And I approached it with a different mindset. And that was when I started to double down. And that's when I started to learn grit. Prior to that, everything was kind of like, cool, I want to figure this out. Is there a shortcut? Give me the shortcut. If not, whatever. My approach into Russell Brunson was, I'm going to uh, master this thing. you know. And it was really funny because you buy Russell Brunson stuff and basically I bought the perfect webinar for $19 free plus shipping offer. And then I go into the mastermind and then he tells me to do the webinar and I'm like, Oh, is there anything else? You know, wondering what the secret is. And it's like, Nope, that's it. Just do the webinar dude and just do it every week. And then, so I, I said to myself, okay, cool. I'm going to do this every week. I do this every single week. I'm going to do this every single week. And for the first moment in time, like that's when I began to look at my messaging deeper, look at things a lot uh, clearer, look inside of my prospects' minds. I think that's when the shift started to happen from being passive to being active to going, look, I am going to do this. I'm going to figure this out. This is it. This is the thing. And it was just practice after practice after practice after practice. I sucked at the start at presenting anything. You know, one hour in the presentation, I remember I would message you every Friday uh, when you were at work, I was like, oh my God, I just did the webinar. I am fried. Like I'm fried, right? After a webinar, you're like, oh, you must be so tired. Take the rest of the day off. And, you know, when I look at what we do now, when I coach and we have our three hour webinars at 6am in the morning till like nine, 
and I just get through that, it's, it's just repetition. And I think that's the moment that it began to shift. Um, and at the time, don't get me wrong, I had resentment towards these mentors that I'd hired and gone, well, this is shit. Uh, now, when you go deeper, you start to realize it's all of your own shit and the fact that you aren't good enough to do what you needed to do to attract the people that you wanted to attract, to create the business that you wanted to create. And I think uh, it's becoming very clear because I shifted from this passive place and this place where hoping that opportunity would come to me. And then I sought out an active place where I started going after opportunity. I think that's a fucking, it's, it's a mind fuck, Kerry, because, you know, um, on one end, people market to you the shiny object. On the other end, you have to sit down and go, there is no shiny object. There are just the reps, you know, because everyone's being marketed to every single day. So I really loved that yeah. you said you paid $35,000 for Russell to tell you something to do, which you pay $19 for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It was I love that. Yeah. And, and you were part of the group and you're like, so what's, what do I, because at the time. What do we get? Yeah, you're kind of like, what do you get? And you're, we're, we're just like, well, what do you, what do you get for $35,000? Um, you get a Facebook group uh, and you get two catch-ups a year. You get two meetings a year. And you might go, okay, cool. So, so when we stripped it all back to just that, it was really funny. I was like, oh, well, this is all I get. Well, I better do some work now. It was almost like I had to pay to actually implement the things rather than give myself an excuse and get caught in a billion different directions and shiny objects, you know, cause, cause I can tell you in Travis's mastermind, I had so much more. I had so much more stuff. Um, and it just gave me different reasons. Whereas when you have nothing, when you just go, look, I'm going to pay $35,000 for two meetings. You go, right. Like I need a, I need to do like, there's just this shift in this mindset from uh, bare basic minimalism. And I think the same thing applies with training programs, right? Because right now the world, the social media is full of hundreds and thousands of different variations of movement. And then when you can really strip it back or you get coaching and they strip it back to maybe three movements, it's like, but what else is there? But you, you have a really distinct mindset shift that I need to master this. This is 100%. give them one thing to master. And that's what it's, Russell did for you. That's really cool. Yeah, I really love that. It's so crazy. Cause I'm, I'm kind of like, well, Carrie, if I just tell you to go into the gym and I, I told you this, all you're going to be doing is doing one set of squats. That's your whole fucking workout. And that's all that you're going to do. And then you have to leave. I will drag you out. How many squats will you do? I've had a lot of PBs doing that. Yep. You, you've had a lot of, and, and, but, but, and here's what most people do. They have an amazing exercise, but when it comes to execution, they don't, uh, they don't actually execute because they've got too many shiny objects. And so when I look at my very first investment, looking to be saved, being this passive person going, Hey, just tell me what to do. I do it. But it's the quality of the rep that matters. It is the quality of the rep. And I think with Russell it was fantastic because I was like, well, fuck, this is stupid. Kerry's going to tell me off. This is really silly. Uh, and basically from there, the quality of the rep was every week, every fucking single week. 
And I think that's one thing that, I think that's one big thing that a lot of people with so much information nowadays don't, uh, they don't, they don't get it because you're, you're consistently looking for more and more and more and more information. But it's like, have you put, have you fucking squeezed that lemon, the gift that you've received? Have you completely squeezed that gift to maximize that gift to get the result? And most people don't, which is, and it's, it's not, and they look for different excuses to jump onto different things when things don't work out. And it's like, how about doing that one thing and doing it amazingly well? And I think that's, that's really the transition. That's when it started happening. I want to also attest to that because when he says every Friday, he did a live webinar, he did that for 52 weeks and he did that every single week. And I think I remember just from you telling me, and sometimes I would jump onto those webinars as well, just listening at my desk. I remember that the reps were really slow and that your improvement was micro progress every single week. And you would actually then go back and reflect after when you did the rep with what can I do better next week? And what can I do yeah. better next week? It was never a set and forget thing yeah. that you did. Yeah. And I'm going to add to that because that's really, really important. Most people will do reps and they go, well, Lynn, I've done my rep. I should get better. And I go, well, you know, if you do something bad and you do it again, you're just instilling bad habits and bad uh, programming, bad routines and rituals around that. Every time I finished the webinar, I sat down and I was like, oh my God, I should have said this. I should have said that. I should have said this. And I didn't. And in my mind, there was this battle. Do I leave that webinar and then do it later? Because my mind was like, oh, fuck, I'm tired. I'll do it on the weekend. The other brain was kind of like, shut the fuck up get down, fix it now. It will take you 10 minutes, put down the notes and then do it. And every single time I did that and it's, it's literally been repetition and it's the same thing with the online trainers podcast. There was one episode a day for like, I don't know, eight months. There's, it's the same with coaching our, our webinars. The reasons why I'm, I'm really good at coaching now is not because I sat there and read a book on coaching. It's, it's because I literally asked the right questions and repetition uh, helped load and improve my ability to ask questions and to drive movement, to drive results. So, yeah. I love that. How do you get better at coaching? Do more coaching. Yeah. And, 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 but, but don't just don't speak like there, there almost has to be this one question at the end game. And that is how do I get better results and drive better outcomes? And if you are committed to the results the repetition leads to that result. Whereas most people just go, how do I get better at coaching? They do more coaching or they do more speaking, but they never actually look and see whether, whether or not it was effective, you know, because they don't have the results in mind. Tell me, well, actually tell the audience about this because yeah. I know that at one point in your career, uh, you had a, an internal mastermind mm. and you embodied a, a council of various people and you embodied them every single day. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So I, I think this was really important for me starting out. I think a lot of everybody listening is going to have a mentor, uh, whether or not you, you know, for me, it was Tony Robbins when I was starting out. He was a big, big mentor of mine, obviously didn't have the money to splurge on him. 
at the time. And so a lot of the times I started to use these uh, identities of them and I would go for, I'd wake up, I'd go for a walk and I would have a counsel in my mind thinking, okay, if Tony Robbins would, was to give me advice on this, what would he say? And I had Tony Robbins, I had Chet Holmes, I had Jay Abraham and knowing and, and reading and studying their material so much, I was able to walk and any problem that I had, I seeked help and guidance and counsel from them, from my mind. It sounds really fucking weird, but it was very, very effective because at the end of it, at the end of every walk, at the end of every problem, I was able to overcome that with a solution. And I think it was, it's useful because there's a very high chance that right now you already know what to do. You and I already know what to do and we just need validation to do it. But if you can, if you can skip the validation and understand, right, that's coming and, and I don't need validation anymore, then you can get to the point where you study people's material, such as listening to this podcast, watching all of my shit, you can go, okay, cool. If I was to ask Lynn a question, what would he say? And there's a very, very high probability, there's a very high chance that what I say is going to be aligned with what you would say in your mind about me and what I would say to you. And thus, there's so much free coaching and mentorship that you can take by using that. And it's just people stop. And, and I used to stop because I was seeking that validation. I think Russell just like that, that just gave it to me. I was almost like, dude, I, I, this is genius because I'm paying you for nothing. <laughs> like it's fucking genius. I'm paying you. The meetings are fucking phenomenal. Russell's phenomenal. Like, don't get me wrong, but fundamentally I'm not paying you for what I'm thinking. I think I'm paying you for. And it's just this counsel that you create in your mind. And my advice, um, my advice would be if you don't have the money to invest, go and get five books, go and read them, go and study the fuck out of them, just like I did at the start, embody their identities and create this counsel. And then go, cool, what would this person do? Uh, to, think, to think that you need mentors through a mastermind, you know, is somewhat internet marketing. They're trying to sell you on their shit right? Everyone's trying to sell you. You can have mentors through books. You can have mentors through uh, people around you. You can have all sorts of different mentors. You don't have to invest in a mastermind to seek it. There are programs that's going to accelerate your results if that's the result that you want. And if they're known to get you to that result, uh, to that result as quick, as effective, as, as, as fast as possible. But so many people go, I don't have money to invest in a mentor. And they fail to look at the books they failed to look at uh and i think this was a little hack that i discovered that really helped me when i had bigger moments that i was like well yeah i know this is really weird i'm gonna go on a walk i pretend i'm sitting at a table there's jay abraham there's chet holmes there's tony robbins and i'm just like yo what's up uh i've got this problem what do you think i should do and then i'm just walking myself through that so and and Monia says Jim Rowan as well is a fucking phenomenal dude. But yeah, those were, those were my three mentors. And, you know, you need, you need to have one to two. Don't have 10 because now they'll give you all different sorts of conflicting information. <laughs> you know, one person says, have two to three and, and go, on, go from there. And if someone's trying to pick out who those mentors are for them, how do you recommend them to find that fuck that's that's a toughie uh because for so long 
for so long, my mentors was my mentors were anyone that was successful, really like anyone that's crushing it. And I think, I think as I've chosen my mentors more selectively lately, and as I'm more aware of what I put in my brain, I think the first thing is you got to know what you really want, what type of lifestyle you want, um, who you want to be surrounded by, what you want to be doing, what kind of life that you want to build. And then you find somebody that already has that. And I know that sounds fucking cliche as fuck, but because I failed to do it, like if I was to seek out a mentor and this mentor was just like, go, 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 go all the time and was all about creating money. And that's not what I really wanted to do um, because he or she didn't have an impact and they'll do in real estate. I don't know if I'd listen to them. So you need to be able to find somebody that's doing uh, what you want to do at the level that you want to be doing it at. And, and really then really, really then explore their world, like get to know them because how they project themselves and how they're perceived on the outside is completely, it could be completely different on the inside, but now we have social media, Instagram stories. It becomes so much easier to get to know somebody, get to know their values, get to know what they stand for, get to know what they stand against. Do they have integrity? Do do you share the same morals as them? Are you going to get along? Is that the person that you want to be in the future? Um, There's a ton of people that don't want to be me and that's cool. And if you don't, or you don't want to do what or build or have uh, an alignment, that's cool. There's plenty of other people for you. But at the same time, maybe me uh, attracts the people that gel. And I think this was another episode that we talked about. How do you get the right clients? And it starts by just being yourself. And that's how mentors, that's how I find mentors. I go, who do I gel with the most from there? I really loved uh, reading something that you reminded me of, which is that when you study the person or you study their success, study the work that's underneath it as well and study their method of working, study their habits and rituals. And even at this point in time where we have social media, study their timestamps. Makes sense because a lot of people, when they look and seek out a mentor or seek out success, they only see that person of that point in time. But I think what you're really great at, which, you know, when you look at Grant Cardo now, you've known him for years and years, almost five years now. And you've gone and you say to me, this guy, I've seen him grow every single year. For sure. Whereas most people will look at him now and go, wow, he's an amazing dude. He's very, very successful. There's five years, way longer than that. I'm not giving him enough credit. There is way, so many more years underneath that. Yeah. And it's, it's so important because to understand somebody's journey literally allows you to get their book in front of you and go, cool, I want to be mentored by this person because shit, that's all the things that they're encountering that I've encountered, that I'm going to encounter and they can help me uh, get there quicker. And I think finding a mentor, it's, it's figuring out where they were once upon a time, figuring out all the shit they went through. How did they become that person? Um, what are their life sh- struggles? And I think, I, I just think it comes down to most, most people don't, uh, don't do enough research. They're too lazy. They, they, they want to be passive and, and fed on this silver, silver platter. Does that make sense? And that's how you get yourself sh- shot in the foot um, by investing in coaches and mentors. It's kind of like find, find the person that you gel with look back at their history um, and, and look at what they're doing 
today uh, and, and how far they've come. Love it. I think it's a great note to end on. So yeah, I hope you I think that's, that. I think that's it. I, I think, I think there are going to be a different, a uh, couple of different parts to this. I think this part is really the mentors and the coaching side. I think there's, there's many things around uh, business and advertising. There's things around relationships uh, that if I could have done, I could have done better. There's things around building a team. There's things around growing your movement, working with ideal clients and non-ideal clients. There's things, and I'm sure we'll, we'll cut this into sections. I think we'll have this as part one, the mistakes that I've had uh, with investments and, and mentorship in the past. And then we'll dive into the mistakes I've had around advertising, the mistakes I've had around marketing, sales, delivery, relationships with you. Uh, yeah. Cause well then prior to you, I wasn't in this business. So we'll, we'll, we'll just timestamp it at, at you. I think that's, I think that's fairly smart and everyone would agree. Um, but yeah, I reckon this will be a definitely a couple of parts where hopefully my experience and your experience can help some of the people or maybe validate and just let you know that it is okay that you are going through this and you're not the only one. Uh, and I think that's, that's very powerful. That is, that's very important to know. Cool. Great. All right. Everyone. Guys, that is a wrap. Hope you got a lot out of this. And uh, as always, we'll see you on the next episode. 